This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, hour number three. And I appreciate all of you listening and also texting. It's always a joy to get the text messages from you all. And yes, I do read each and every one of them. I may not be able to read every one of them online, but I do my very best to do that. And even when you text after the show is over, I read those as well. And I do appreciate that. It's a great way for you guys to communicate to what we have going on here. So Holly Swinson joining us now. And Holly, welcome. How are you? Author of Stop, Drop, Grow, and Glow, Forming Deeper and More Joyful Connections with Yourself and Your Children. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, John. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. And and really, the topic today is with Valentine's Day coming up next week. Should parents be expected to buy a load of presents for their kids? Yes. So I love this topic. You know, we have four kids at home ourselves. And I, you know, I think people are doing too much. I mean, I think you're coming off of a major holiday like Christmas. You know, Valentine's is really more of a shoulder holiday. Um, And I think that, you know, I think we can get back to the basics. I mean, really, there's over-the-top gift giving. Um, This over-the-top gift giving on Valentine's Day, it's exhausting for parents. It can be pricey. And I think this over-consuming is really leaving a lot of parents feeling the holiday season is really never ending. You know, it's one one to the next. And then I think you also factor in birthday parties and all of these different things. And I, I think Valentine's Day can be simplified and, and made, uh, you know, to not be so exhausting. I can't disagree with you on that. And it seems like we've gotten to the point where, and I, it, I don't remember it being this way when I was a kid. I mean, Valentine's Day when I was a kid, you sort of did at school the cards. You traded some things back and forth. You might have gotten a maybe some, I don't know, some candy or something from mom and dad. I mean, honestly, Holly, it wasn't a whole lot of anything, and you moved on to the next day, and nobody really thought much about it. Right. Well, I mean, I, you know, making, you know, decorating like a shoebox, and you pass out cards. Right. Like you said, maybe, maybe you exchange candy, you know. And I, I think, you know, I think that there's, there's fun in infusing, you know, making it kind of feel like a special day, but I don't think you have to buy stuff for your kids necessarily. You know, maybe you make heart-shaped pancakes or a pizza, you know, in a right. heart-shaped. Right. I think you can, you can make it fun without breaking the bank. And, and I also think, you know, social media is really putting pressure on people. Very true. Um, it's kind of this go big or go home mentality. And I don't think it's really serving parents or kids. I, I, I think there's an element where we can almost work to underwhelm our kids in certain circumstances, and I think this is one of those holidays that, that you can keep it simple. Well, don't we also, in a way, and I, I'm done raising kids. My youngest is, I'll be 33 here 
uh, fairly soon. So, you know, kind of gives you my age, but, you know, raised, uh, you know, raised a boatload of kids. So, you know, I, I did my fair share over the years of all of that. And I, I also feel like in a way, if you're not careful as kids, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's a lot like running a business and having employees and things along those lines. And if you start raising the bar of the expectations each time something significant comes around, I just know from experience, Holly, you have a hard time backing down from that. Am, am I right in my thought process? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think what happens is you're setting the bar um, really unreasonably high. And so as they're growing up, it can impact their happiness and their expectation because it's like, well, you know, I got this last year. Why am I not getting this again? Or, you know, and, and I think you also can teach your kids that something small is to be valued. I'm a handwritten note that says I love you mm. or you're the best kid ever or, you know, it doesn't – I think we're losing touch with what matters. And I think in this online world of looks, likes, and shares, the competition for bigger, better, and more is really pushing people to forget what the best gift of all is, which I really believe is your time, love, presence, and right. connection. Yeah, ourselves. I mean, essentially, at the end of the day, and, and, and that's, I agree with you, that's what it's all about. And not to say that there aren't times in people's lives where we want to do something special for them that happens on you know, special occasions between husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. And depending upon, you know, your circumstances, that might be a birthday or even Valentine's Day. But again, that's for the two of you to make those decisions. When it comes to the kids, though, Holly, I think we need to be extremely careful because to your point, we want to keep, it's not that we want to keep expectations low, but we want to keep them real, maybe is the way to say it. Absolutely. And I will, you know, I will say I love getting flowers on Valentine's Day. You know, sure. I, I think most women are, you know, whoever. I was going to say, you know, you're a woman. Think, you, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah. what you do. I mean, we men don't care, so, but you do. Right. You know, or, or going out and sharing a nice meal. I mean, it's right. not about doing nothing because I don't think that's the answer either. But I think it's striking a balance. And I think especially with your kids, you know, you know, it just, it doesn't have to be so over the top. And I, and I think, you know, like I said, I think um, you just can, I think, pushing consumerism and, and having that be the priority of more stuff. And when the reality is most people have way more stuff than they even want in their homes currently, yeah, and so yeah. then you keep adding to it, it's just the wrong message to be sending to your kids. And it, and it doesn't feel very good for most adults who are engaged in it, honestly, at the end of the day. No, I, I fully agree with you. And, and, you know, we are, you know, this is a, a God and country station that you're on right now. And, you know, we have a faith-based uh, system here, and I myself do, and you know, I also look at all of this and say, okay, what are we leaving behind legacy-wise to our kids? And if it's just a bunch of stuff, that's really not helping them at the end of the day get them where we want them to go. Now, again, doesn't say that we can't do some of those things and have some special occasions and have some conversation around that, but just to do it because it's expected. Holly, as a parent, I never did that. Yeah, I think you're spot on, and that's I, I agree with with that methodology. Um, especially here. I mean, and like I said, there are holidays where you go bigger and, and you have True. fun and you, and you, you know, you, you, you know, it's not about doing nothing, as I said before, but I, I think, you know, we don't need to go big on every single holiday. And, and I think there is also joy in, in, in just simply, you know, doing so people that want to get the book, number one, where do they find it? Let's start there. Yeah. So it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere you buy your books. It's also on Audible and anywhere you buy your audiobooks. Okay, before I let you go, you talk about in the book also forming deeper and more joyful connections with yourself and your children, which let's face it, there's a lot of folks out there that need help you know, need help with number one as much as they do number two, because some people really struggle with themselves. And 
and you know, I'm I am by no means Holly a, a psychologist. I have a daughter in law that is, and she makes fun of me all the time because I'm like the last person you'd ever want to ask advice for when it comes to any of those things at all. But I do know that there are people that really do struggle with some of those things. And you know, I guess the question for you is, does your book help those individuals as well as helping them with their kids? Absolutely. It's a, it's a, I've created a framework that absolutely tackles um, both of those things. You know, I think you really have to activate your own wellness as a parent and maybe do some work, foundational work uh, okay. on yourself to really start helping you thrive. And then what, what happens is, as you improve yourself, you actually become a better parent and help your kids, mm. you know, you help them step into their wellness. And, and it's absolutely um, effective. It's been helpful. And, and the reviews I've been getting have been tremendous. Nice. Well, it's sort of like I, I use that explanation of the oxygen mask on the plane. If you don't have that on and, and yourself taken care of, you can't help anybody around you. Your own wellness is the same way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Holly, again, appreciate you joining us very much. The book, once again, folks, uh, Stop, Drop, Grow, and Glow. You can find that on Amazon. We'll have the links up, by the way, on our website a little bit later tonight. Holly, again, thank you so much for joining us, and happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Thank you, John, and happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Have a great evening. We appreciate it very much. Geno's Auto Service is next. Now, maybe you want to get a Valentine for your car. Just kidding, but you do want a car that runs well and take care of it and make sure that you – and I will say this when it comes to cars – Sort of like people. The better you take care of it, the better it takes care of you. And Geno's can help you with all of that. Geno's Auto Service. Geno starts with a J. It's genosautoservice.com. Have you had your oil changed recently? Take advantage of savings on Geno's oil change service this month. Geno's semi and full synthetic oils protect your car's engine. Old oil gets less effective at lubrication and absorbing the heat of your engine. Geno's Complete Lube Service includes five quarts of oil, a Napa Gold oil filter, and 35-point digital inspection. Importantly, our oil change service is done by trained ASC technicians, which is not always the case at Quick Lube businesses. We offer loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when it's ready. Visit us online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is a Napa Gold member and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon. At Geno's, we know a well-maintained vehicle will take care of you, and it all starts with consistent oil change service. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. All right, if you've got leaky windows, doors that you're not sure how secure they are, give Dave a call at Veteran Windows and Doors today. Find him at klzradio.com. Owner Dave Bancroft of Veteran Windows and Doors knows you don't buy a car without knowing what motor is inside. So why would you buy windows and doors without knowing their efficiency rating for your area of Colorado? Dave left the corporate world of windows and doors because he knows their salespeople purposely omit crucial information. The giant window and door companies look at you as a number, not a person. Veteran will select the products that will help you, the customer, and be right for your home. They want to educate you before you make the purchase, since these products are meant to protect you and your home from heat and cold. Veteran wants you to know exactly what you are getting and the benefits of the right windows for your home. Don't get pressured into buying windows from some huge company that is simply transactional. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com window. That's klzradio.com window. Group insurance analyst, and if you're a business owner looking for business insurance, they can help you with that, and they'll shop the best deal for you, e-gia.com. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. 
You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. Genesis 1-3 Electric, when you're looking for somebody to help you out with an electrical need at home, look no further than Genesis 1-3 Electric. Find them by going to klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric will make sure you are smart about installing a home charger for your new electric vehicle. Genesis 1-3 is one of the very few electricians in the state who are fully certified in EV charger installation. Dustin and the team prefer you call them before you purchase anything so they can inspect your home and give you advice on exactly what you need. They can ensure that your panel will support the new charger, make sure wiring is within limits, and help you keep your home safe from electrical fires or damage to the charger. Genesis techs are concerned that some EV dealers are not properly educating their customers, and they feel a responsibility to ensure that you know what you purchased and how to use it. There are inexperienced electricians out there, so you need the certified pros at Genesis 1-3 Electric to make sure you're ready for the switch. KLZ listeners get $150 off an EV charger install. Call 883-236-6797. Make the right choice. Call 883-236-6797. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Barb with the United Way of Weld County said, We are very happy with the copiers we currently have, and your customer service is exceptional. Doug is a great technician and is always prompt in coming out whenever we have a problem with one of our copiers. Thanks again for your wonderful partnership and customer service. I'm glad we are working with you. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We're going to have Scott Garlis join us here at 530. In the meantime, there was a photo op from President Joe Biden that was, I believe, about a week ago at a favorite fast food restaurant of his. I think he's been there a couple of different times. This was at a diner in Raleigh, North Carolina. And he's been trying to promote, by the way, the White House has been as well. He hasn't been because... I don't think he could even explain Bidenomics to most people. We had that conversation last hour. But the White House sure is trying to explain what Bidenomics are. And for those of you that don't know, um, it's inflation, plain and simple. And for those of you that would say, well, yeah, but look at gas prices. They're down now versus where they were. Yeah, in spite of this office, yes, they're down. has a lot to do with things going on around the world, the wars, the downturn in China and their economy, the fact that we're producing more oil, again, in spite of this administration, 
Uh, lots of factors there as to why it's down. has nothing to do, by the way, with this administration. Absolutely zero. It's in spite of this administration, not because of this administration. But as of November 2023, 62% of consumers rely on their next paycheck to cover their monthly financial outflows. That's, by the way, a survey by the Payments and Lending Club. That is not something that some political organization has come up with. That is a survey from Payments and Lending Club. These consumers also own nearly 20, or own nearly 60% of the credit cards in the U.S., and 80% of paycheck-to-paycheck consumers own at least two credit cards on average. That's a Fox Business report. The report also said that paycheck-to-paycheck cardholders are more than twice as likely as those not living paycheck-to-paycheck to to carry a credit card balance over to the following month. Close to one-third say they reach their credit card limit, an average of $9,200, at least occasionally in the last year. In August, The Hill, which, by the way, is more left-leaning than right-leaning, reported on a lending club survey that revealed 60% of American households were managing their finances on a paycheck-to-paycheck basis, a situation that even affected 45% of individuals earning over $100,000 Annually, So, in this particular photo op, he takes a picture, and in the background is the menu. Happens to be at the same place with the same menu that he was at just three years ago. So, he basically takes over as president, takes a photo, and now three years later, takes the same photo. On the exact same menu board, almost identical, not quite, but pretty much identical, $5.99 Five ninety nine for the cookout tray, which I can't read to see exactly what that is, but a cookout tray was five ninety nine then. It's now for the same cookout tray six or sorry seven sixty nine. So five ninety nine to seven sixty nine. That's twenty eight percent more than it was three years ago, which by the way is about what inflation has done over the past three years. Now I don't think this particular photo op went quite the way the White House wanted it to because they were there to take pictures and, you know, kiss babies and do all that kind of stuff, which is what politicians do. Instead, it sort of backfired on them on social media because this is, by the way, a universal topic that both sides of the fence are very irritated over. Even those on the left are irritated because they're struggling to pay the bills. Unless you're in the upper crust, people have been hard hit by what's been going on, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Grocery shopping, $100 worth in 2019, now costs you $125. If I'm, not doing, if I'm doing my math correctly, that's roughly 25 to 28% than it was three years ago. Now, some call this hyperinflation. Eh, I don't know that I go, I wouldn't use that term, this article is, but I wouldn't quite go that far. Some in Washington are, but in most cases, in fact, somebody even commented back on this tweet that the White House put out that celebrating that milkshake costing 20% more than the last cookout visit. In other words, people didn't take real kindly to the photo op, given the fact that for most people, they're struggling. Something, by the way, we'll talk to Scott Garlis here in a few minutes about this. I still don't think the Fed has figured this out yet. They think the economy is doing much better than it is. That's the message, by the way, this administration wants you to hear. Oh, everything's fine. Everybody's doing great. You know, housing market hasn't crashed. Well, other reasons why it hasn't crashed, and it's in spite of them once again, kind of like oil. 
reality is there's a lot of things that are struggling and a lot of people that are struggling. And we have an administration right now that's, I don't want to even say is ignoring it. They're purposely lying to people, making them think things are better than they really are. I want to say that again. We have a current administration that is literally lying to people, getting them to believe that things are really better than they are. They're not. And and if you don't believe me when I say that, some of you, Jack, called in last hour, go look at the jobs reports that keep getting revised. If you think I'm lying, because I'm not, I'm not cherry-picking, go look at the jobs numbers that every time they come out, every time they come out, I'm not exaggerating when I say that, they are revised either weeks or months down the road. Because they're inaccurate. Yeah, and thank you, Charlie. They're not revised up. They're revised down. It's constant, folks. This administration is lying to people and then trying to cover it in other ways. No, the economy's not as good as they say. Now, as talking points, we on the right have to get better at this. In fact, our candidates need to get better at this. They need to know how to combat this and how to argue their points when it comes to these things. Some of the jobs, by the way, that have come back, which has been stated on our side but not well enough, are jobs that were lost during COVID that in some cases haven't come back at all, but even some of the ones that have come back are just replacement jobs for the ones that were already lost. Those aren't new jobs, folks. This president will tell you he's created more jobs than anyone. No, he hasn't. He's brought back some jobs that were lost, but he hasn't created any new jobs. Sorry. But this administration will lie to you and tell you that they have, when in fact the data shows they haven't. And if you don't agree with the data, I, I don't know what to tell you. Go, go look up some of the things I'm talking about, the jobs reports being the largest of what I'm talking about. I'll talk to Scott again in a few minutes, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that every single time they've come out, they've been revised downward. The problem is, initially... The feds and the people that are in charge of rates and so on will look at those initial job numbers and say, oh, things are going great. We'll leave rates alone. Or we need to raise them even, which is what was happening for the longest time. This last go-around, last two times, they've kept them the same. But trust me, folks, it's not as good as they claim. Now, there's parts of the country. We're insulated a little bit here in Colorado. We're doing pretty well here. In spite of all of this, Colorado does pretty well. Some of you listening probably are thinking, I'm I'm not seeing this. Now, some of you business owners definitely are. Inflation has come. It's not going anywhere. The inflation we've already incurred will not go backwards. In fact, we don't want it to because that's deflation, and we don't want that either. So what's here is here. Get used to it. That $125 grocery bill, it's not going back to 100 Sorry, flash, newsflash, it's not going backwards. It will be now 125 and go up periodically each year accordingly. It's not going backwards. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE is the number to call. Keep that number handy, especially when we get into bad weather, cold season, and so on. And hey, if you've got anything on in your mind that you're thinking of doing remodel-wise, have them out first before you make some of those decisions, because they can help you with all of that as well. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Membership with Hi-Five Plumbing means you won't be left in the cold. There were thousands of emergency plumbing calls due to frozen pipes during the last freeze. Ultra-affordable membership with High 5 Plumbing means that you get priority scheduling in an emergency. It also means that you get discounted pricing on any service and allows you to be proactive to prevent freezing pipes in your home. 
High Five will perform annual inspections on your plumbing to ensure that you're prepared for all seasons. And as a member, you won't ever pay service fees. High Five also offers a free annual water heater inspection as part of a membership that will breathe life into your plumbing equipment so that it lasts longer. High Five memberships will save you money and keep your home prepared. Call High Five for this by going to klzradio.com slash plumbing and join the club. I clog my toilet one too many times. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. Premier Home Remodels. And speaking of remodels, like we were a moment ago with... uh High five. Hey, if you need something done remodel-wise, please give Premier a call today. They would love to walk through the entire process with you. Small project, large project, doesn't matter. Premier Home Remodels. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning, if you've got any kind of a problem with your furnace or you're looking to do something with air conditioning this spring, give them a call today. Financing available. Find them at klzradio.com. You never know what you're getting into when it comes to an HVAC system in a newly leased tenant-finished office space or store. But Cub Creek Heating and AC does. Cub Creek can be your company's heating and AC manager so you can get back to business now. They follow a rigorous quarterly 21-point inspection proactively preventing you from losing heating or cooling. Most HVAC companies have different teams for furnaces and air conditioners, but with Cub Creek, you get both in one team so they get to know your entire system better. Cub Creek doesn't just swing by and change your filters occasionally. They understand your particular needs and equipment, so they'll be better able to prevent outages that cost you big time. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are fully licensed and all techs are NATE certified. Commercial financing is available, so call Cub Creek Heating and AC today at klzradio.com slash HVAC and get back to business. Great blog post, by the way, on cyberguy.net from John Canada explaining some of the things that can happen to your business when it comes to cybersecurity. I encourage you to go read that. Go to cyberguy.net. John the CyberGuy is keenly aware that there are bad people out there who want to steal your company's data and money. You hear about it all the time. A hacker steals sensitive customer information and demands a ransom before leaking it to the public or selling it on the dark web or 
a hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720-593-6688. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing where every call ends with a high five. All right, we'll have Scott on here in just one moment. Prior to that, though, some one of you up north sent me a picture of the new Bucky's. If you don't know what Bucky's is, I would encourage you to either look it up or drive up north here in the not-too-distant future. They're set to open here pretty quickly. They sent a picture, by the way, one of you did, of all the lights on at Bucky's. Pretty cool, by the way. 100 gas pumps. So for all of you... Um, Folks that think we're going EV, um, yeah, yeah, not anytime soon. 100 gas pumps. That is, by the way, a lot of pumps, and I'm guessing whoever was the contractor that got to put all those in was extremely happy to have, uh, to have that contract and still maintain all those pumps moving forward. Um, just unbelievable. So great story, by the way, and if you're anybody that's involved with that, thank you for coming to Colorado uh, you do things very well, and we appreciate you being here. Scott Garlis joining us now. What's going on, sir? Hey, John, not much. How are you doing today? I am good. Where are you, and how do folks find you? Let's start there. Sure, man. Uh, so, uh, you, I'm sorry, I'm tempted to say Baltimore, Maryland, because uh, just that's the, the silly side of me and the gotcha. dad joke. Um, <laughs> MarketWise is the name of the company I work for. Um, and basically, people can find me on Twitter under C. Scott Garlis. They can find me on LinkedIn under the same name. Awesome. And, uh, you know, there, there's a, a free letter they can subscribe to on LinkedIn if they want to check it out. All right. We saw last week, of course, you and I talked. Feds didn't do anything. Who knows when they will. I think they're playing their cards pretty close to the vest on purpose. CPI numbers, those are going to be coming out here, what, next week, I want to say? What do you think is going to happen there? Yeah, next Tuesday. Um, you know, I think we're going to see really good things in terms of CPI numbers. Um, I think they're going to drop down to like 2.9% is what the Cleveland uh, federal, the Cleveland Fed's inflation now cast forecast is calling for. Okay. Um, I've done some modeling, you know, and if it comes in, if it hits a number the Cleveland Fed's talking about around that type of growth, it could actually be more like 2.7%. Hmm. So if we hit 2.7% inflation growth, and, and granted, this is the headline number, not the core numbers. Right, but, um, right, right. That, that would be the lowest rate of inflation growth we've seen since 2021. Okay. And if we think back to March 2021 when that happened, um, it was like 2.4. You know, that was right before we really start, started to see inflation take off. Mm. Okay. And so if you're, if you're trying to think about, you know, what you brought up before in the conversation – um, the Federal Reserve and, you know, their their thoughts on uh, interest rate policy and what they're going to do. 
if we got back to 2.7%, you know, last week when Jerome Powell pushed back on cutting rates in March, um, what he was saying was we want to make sure we're giving inflation enough time to see that growth is on a, a steady trend lower. And, you know, I think if we hit 2.7% when the, the January numbers come out next week, you know, I, I think that's going to be a big part of that trend they're looking for. Well, and I think I agree with you, and I think the other thing that they potentially are looking, at least I hope they're looking at, is instead of being behind the eight ball and, and really being way late to the to the table uh, when they actually went to raise rates, because you and I were talking all the way back then that they were way late in doing it, they should have done it far before they yeah. did. The question you'd have to ask is, did they learn some lessons from that and are really watching this closely, making sure that they don't wait too long to bring some of them back down? Because if they wait too long, uh, you know, it, it could it, it could be disastrous as well. Correct? Completely. And and look, you know, there there is a, a big part of me, and I'm, I'm pretty certain there's a big part of you from from past conversations we've had where we, we both think like, hey, because they waited too long, there there's a good shot they're going to wait. Too, if they waited too long yep. to hike, yep. they're probably going to going to wait too long to to lower. Um, you know, and one of the ways we can gauge that. Um, is by looking at the real Fed funds rate. Okay. So we, if, for people that want to understand what the real Fed funds rate is, just think of that as being the real rate of interest, right? It's the effective Fed funds rate, which is 5.3% right now, minus CPI. Um, and as of the most recent you know, December print, CPI was 3.4%. So despite the fact that the effective Fed funds rate is 5.3%, the real rate of interest, when you do the math, effective Fed funds minus CPI is one point nine percent. Okay. So, and if to put in perspective, when we got to the the, the trough or the lows back in March twenty two, when the Fed finally got around to raising interest rates, we were at negative eight point two percent. Right. Right. So, rate hikes at that point were doing nothing to slow the, the pace of inflation growth. I want to say that might have been the lowest ever, or it was the lowest. I think, yeah, no, I think you're pretty safe in saying it one of, if not the lowest, one of the lowest that we've ever had. I think you could say it that way. Yes, yes. So the, so the Fed, back to the, the point you made earlier and you made in the past, is like the Fed let the ball just completely get away from them. Yep, they did. And they, they really screwed up. They did, and in turn, a lot of people today, I was just mentioning this through the last segment before you came on, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that are living literally paycheck to paycheck, paying this credit card, maybe skipping this one and paying that one instead. And there's a lot of folks out there that are doing that. They max them out. You know, uh, some of the some of the people, I think the last uh, article I read, people that with 100K or more income, 60% of those that had credit cards maxed them out at least once this last year, if not more. I mean, Scott, those are big numbers, meaning that even people that have some uh, means, I guess would be the best way to say that, are, are still in some cases struggling because when things go up and the paychecks and the income doesn't follow, then your dollar is, as we know, the dollar is not going as far. The question I have for you, though, with all of what we're talking about, the reality that, you know, the Fed's going to take credit, by the way, for raising rates and really slowing down the economy. I don't think they should be that quick totally. to take that credit. I think there's a lot of other factors 
China, their economy, the fact that in spite of this particular White House, we're able to produce more oil, getting oil prices down, which has kept yeah. gas prices down, which keeps the cost of food down and every other good that gets moved around, you know, with diesel, diesel fuel or gasoline, by the way. I mean, a lot of other things get combined into this, and I think the Fed would be very um, – inaccurate in claiming, you know, and taking all of the credit, I guess I should say, Scott, for where things are right now, because in spite of them, things around the world have slowed, which has slowed our economy as well. And frankly, it's not just rates that have caused that. I mean, that's part of it, but it's not the only thing. It's not. I mean, so to your point, yes, that, that is that is right. What's going on in China, China's the second biggest economy in the world. But, you know, look at Europe, too. Europe's having very true problems. Very true. Germany, Germany, Europe's biggest economy. It's 30% of Euro air GDP. They are struggling. Factory orders there and their manufacturing engine, you know, think about just the cars, for example, all the people that buy German cars all over the world. You know, they're just they're seeing a major slowdown in industrial production and factory orders. I think they've been is it maybe factory orders have been negative for something like seventeen months or something crazy like that. That don't quote me on that number, but it's been a long time. Um, so to, the, the funny thing, or not funny, but the, the interesting thing about this. So like you you bring up credit cards. You know, they the, the credit card interest rate on debt went from like fourteen percent to like twenty six percent. Thirty in some cases. Talk, yeah, and you have talked about this in the past. It was like. The Fed actually created the very thing they were trying to fight, right? They right. created inflation right. because people that had to make those payments, their costs just went way up. Yep. Um, and, and think about it for people that nobody thinks about this, like, hey, if you lock in at a 3% interest rate, well, guess what? Your bank is going to find fees to jack up on you, and, and they're going to do it even more because interest rates have gone higher, and they're probably losing money on bonds they hold. Mm. And they got to get their money back somewhere, right? So, again, the, the Fed, you know, with what they do with rates. But the, the interesting thing I think that people often forget about here is this really isn't the Fed's fault. And this is where I get, you know, sort of frustrated. Like, the, the people in Congress that blame the banks for, you know, these losses they take on their balance sheet with treasury holdings. The reason they're taking the losses on those treasury holdings is because the Fed raised rates. But the only reason the Fed ever had to raise rates was because of all the reckless spending that happened. Yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, I, yeah, thank you, Scott, for saying that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know where I stand on that. Absolutely. The Fed did what they had to do in response to what Congress did with the purse strings, and they literally not only opened those things up, Scott, they took the purse and tipped it upside down and poured out as much as they possibly could. Well, of course the Fed has to respond to that. They had no choice. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's it's amazing that what kills me, again, it's easy to say, you know, if you're a senator representative, whatever, and say, well, the Fed screwed it. Well, they, you know, okay, the Fed screwed up. They should have tightened things sooner. Maybe that would have helped. But, you know, I, we needed some of that spending, but we didn't need as much. We didn't well, need and, and, you know, I, we and I, we very seldom disagree, but hear me out on this. Yep. We wouldn't have needed the spending if we would have handled COVID correctly, the shutdowns, the things we did with businesses, the, you know, where we felt yep. like we had to have you know, money handed out, so on and so forth. Scott, if we would have handled all of that differently, no, we wouldn't have needed any of that. The economy would have been just fine. That's, that's fair. 
you and you would have let people that had bad loans and were over levered and all these other things, you know, but people would say the weak sisters, weak hands. That's right. Phrase it. They would have washed themselves out. That's right. Economic economic cycle would actually be stronger and better because of that. Which goes to prove, to your point a moment ago, the only thing that creates inflation is government. Nothing else does. Sorry, I lost you. The only thing what? So the only thing that creates inflation is government. Nothing else does. Yeah, yeah, when they, when they spend too much. That's right. I mean, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's because, you know, businesses raise their rates and because the cost of goods goes up and because the cost of labor goes up and blah, blah, blah. Well, Scott, I go back to what creates all of that in the first place. Typically, it's higher rates. It's extra spending. Yeah. It's having too much supply of money, which then prices go up because when the supply of money goes up, the demand goes up. When the demand goes up, the supply goes down. The supply goes down, the price of those two, you know, the, tri- the price in between the two goes up. Again, yeah. the only money creating inflation is the government. Yeah, and well, then think, <laughs> think about all the people that they got enough money, they're like, well, I don't need to go back to this job. And let well, that's them right. And, it's, and then that drives up wages. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and, and back to, you know, and to, to take it a little bit further, you know, it wasn't until the fall of last year that we really started hearing these uh, Fed surveys that happened at all the different 12 regional banks start to come back and say households were finally, two and a half years later, starting to run out of that excess COVID mm. money that they've been getting. Right. Right. That's, that's a long point. time. Okay, okay, so moving forward. This is one thing you know, I always yeah. want to talk about with you is as we move forward, not knowing what the Fed will do, I do think at some point in time, whether it's March or the meeting after, they will reduce rates. I think there's yeah. a target they've got to have to hit. I think you're, they're going to start seeing that, listen, hey, these people that are paying you know, 29%, 27% on their credit cards, you know, trying to irk things out, uh, the fact that businesses have done about as much as they can do labor-wise. In fact, if they, to your point a moment ago, keep raising labor rates, well, then, of course, that's, you know, labor costs, I should say, then all that does is drive up prices as well. So at the, at the end of the day, they're going to have to relieve some things at some point. And I don't think, by the way, let me say this the correct way. For some, the economy is great. For a lot, the economy is not great. The problem is, the media tends to right now with this current administration focus on those where it's great and not so much on those that it's not so great. Am I right in saying it that way? Yes, and, and, and I think to your point, we've experienced what uh, some of the, some people like to refer to as rolling recessions. Yes, where maybe it hasn't happened all over the place at once, but it is working its way through different parts of the economy. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yes. And, and we're, I said this a moment ago, we in Colorado, we're somewhat insulated from all of this because our economy stayed pretty strong in spite of even the leadership that we have here. Uh, the reality is because of the diversification that we've got, you know, our economy has done fairly well. There's other parts of the country, Scott, that can't say that. Yeah, yeah, completely. I mean, look at Look at some of the stuff going on in California with all the businesses that are right. leaving there. Right. And, they're, you know, when businesses pick up and leave, it's not just they will be back in a couple months if you change things. Oh, no, they're gone. They're, they're not coming back. They're gone. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that expensive move, they're not coming back. It's a done deal. Exactly. Yeah, no. Okay, so moving forward, uh, yep. what, you know, what do you see? What should people be looking at to invest in? How should they be handling this? Yeah, sure. So 
to, just to, to close the loop on the, the CPI and the real Fed funds rate. So, look, I, I think CPI is going to keep dropping going forward if it keeps running at the rate we've been seeing for, like, the last five or six months. And you could see the real rate shoot up to 3.3% pretty quickly. Um, that's kind of close. Since 1973, the average peak has been about 3.9%. Okay. It's actually been lower since 81. So that would be good. So, look. That's going to mean the Fed's going to cut rates. Look, I think you can invest. I would recommend people look at things, simple things like the S&P 500 ETF, SPY. Um, I would look at the iShares 20-plus year bond ETF, TLT. You know, those are things that are going to benefit when rate cuts start happening. Okay. All right. So those are things folks be looking at now. On top of that, Scott, they can subscribe. They can look at things that you've got going on and learn more about that. If there's somebody that does investing on their own, you've got things to help them, right? Yes. Go to marketwise.com. Uh, we have free stuff, paid stuff. We're there to help the little guy. Scott, as always, I appreciate you. I know neither one of us have a crystal ball, although uh, I'll brag a little bit. You and I have been too far off on things that have happened, and we've been able to you know, predict fairly closely to what was going to happen. I may be off a little bit on interest rate lowering. I thought by now we'd have a quarter point. Now, I will I will back that up by saying I think the Fed made a mistake. I think they should have done a quarter point this last meeting. So, in essence, yes, it's needed, but they're again they're getting behind the eight ball. Well, you you always said March, so we still have another month. That is March. true. That is true. So we, you never know. They could just be tempering expectations. But you could be right. We'll see. Scott, as always, man, appreciate you. Thanks for all you do for us. Hey, John, thanks for your time. You bet, man. Have a great night. And, again, Scott's a great guy. He has a lot of great tips. If you follow him, you can learn some different things when it comes to some of you do some investing on your own, and I understand all of that. Let's do this, uh, Charlie. Let's put Golden Eagle next, and because we've got somebody where if you don't do some of this on your own and you don't have the ability to even understand at all, what Scott just said, you just need somebody that can guide you through this whole process because you're not able to handle this, don't want to handle it on your own. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, he can do all of that for you. Find him today at klzradio.com. There's a new reality in planning for retirement, and Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how to help you navigate it with success. You hear the arguments about Social Security, and many people are worried that they won't get out of it what they've paid into it. Al knows how to prepare you for that in case you don't get the benefits you expect. Your grandparents had pensions, but employers have shifted to making you responsible for retiring on your own. Al can help you strategize using securities like 401ks and IRAs as individual parts of your overall plan and advise you on making tough decisions like adjusting to your risk tolerance or making room for the things you want to do in retirement. Take control of this new reality and reach out to Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today for a free no-obligation consultation by going to klzradio.com money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Flesh Law Firm is coming up next. Civil, criminal, you name it. We've been talking to Kevin a lot here lately. I've got a business thing he's helping us on. He is my attorney. He'd love to help you as well. 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. 
Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, you heard Dr. Kelly in the 3 o'clock hour. Well, guess what? Dr. Scott is our local doctor that can see you. He can, You can be his patient. He can be your doctor is what I meant to say. Give him a call today, 303-663-6990. Do you want to improve your health, fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition? trying to meet a health and wellness goal, or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal healthcare? Fear not, Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your healthcare to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com All right, Alan Davis, Level Engineering, find out if solar is a good fit for you and your home. And again, there's a lot of factors as it comes into this. I say that all the time, but really I mean that. It's not as simple as just walking past a kiosk and having somebody say, hey, do you want solar? And they get a Google map out and they look at your roof and then they send you a bid It doesn't work that way. They really need to look at your house, your situation, and see exactly what's going on for you. And Alan does all of that. Find him today by going to klzradio.com. Alan Davis with Level Engineering knows that the power company is not your friend, that they don't have your best interests at heart. Aside from getting your power back on during an outage, they do three ugly things. First, they install a smart meter on your home to charge you surge fees up to 300% during peak times. Next, they use some of your money to lobby public utility commissions to increase your bill. The power company tries to squeeze money out of you everywhere they can. But Alan Davis has the answer for you. Solar power will allow you to produce your own energy and get the power company out of your wallet. Call Alan Davis of Level Engineering to rid you and your family of the greedy power company and take a major step towards energy independence. You just need to reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. 
As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Last little segment here of Rush to Reason, and the sun is just about finally done. Not much more orange left. You can still, you can actually start to see some stars now. And I told Charlie earlier, four weeks to this weekend, we go back to daylight saving time. So we'll gain that hour back. So right now, look outside. And in about a month, it will now be 7 o'clock with this particular skyline instead of 6 o'clock, which I can hardly wait for because you guys all know how much I despise standard time and the fact that it gets so short in the middle of winter. The daylight days get so short in the wintertime, especially at night. And we start, and as you can see, we're even gaining time in the daytime or in the mornings, I should say, gaining daylight hours, what I mean to say, day, morning, and evening right now. And, of course, that will continue to get larger and larger as we move forward. But yes, about a month away from daylight saving time is all. All right, tomorrow in store for Friday, of course, Andy and Richard during hour two, they'll talk a little bit about Super Bowl, the picks. We're going to talk about your favorite commercials. Don't have to be Super Bowl commercials, by the way, just whatever your favorite commercial is. We're not going to do movies in the second hour. We're going to talk about commercials because of what the Super Bowl Super Bowl entails when it comes to commercials. And in the movies tomorrow, Lisa Frankenstein and Out of Darkness. I have no idea what either one of those movies are. I'll have to do a little bit of research on that tonight. But, hey, have a great evening. Be safe out there. Thank you today for all that you did, by the way, all of the text messages and calls. I appreciate it greatly. Your support is very much appreciated. Have a great night. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.